today we fulfill one of the spiritual works of mystery, that of praying for the dead. And as we come together, I'm sure each and every one of us has a loved one that we are missing and that we are holding in our hearts and praying for. And I know when somebody dies, especially somebody that is close to me, I always have that sense of I'm no longer going to get to see them or hear their voice here on this earth. And there's times that, that come with that that seem to be just a, a flush of doubt for me. But I love in the first reading that we hear that the foolish, in the eyes of the foolish, they seem to be dead. And so ever, if we ever have a thought like that, we can always remember that phrase, in the eyes of the foolish, they seem to be dead. So that's foolish thinking if we think that uh, they are no more. There's a beautiful line in the funeral liturgy that says that for those who believe, life is changed, not ended. And so that means that we have this relationship with that person that has changed, but it's not come to an end. In reality, that relationship is even deeper now. That person is even closer than they ever could have been here on earth physically. And so as we celebrate this great feast of all saints, I just want you to be aware of their presence. Whenever we celebrate Mass, we are joined together by all of the angels and the saints and by all of those who have gone before us. One of the, the saints had a vision. She was at Mass, and she had a vision that um, her loved one was on the bottom step of the altar, and there was fire. And so she, she prayed for them, and then she told the priest, and the priest didn't believe her, and, and he said, well, put, put a piece of Kleenex there, and we'll see what happens. And he put a piece of Kleenex there, and sure enough, the Kleenex caught on fire. And so she was offering three masses. It was at a Benedictine monastery, so that was the first mass. And then the second mass, she noticed that the fire was out, but there was still some purification that was needed. And then at the final Mass, um, he was dressed in a white suit. And during the, the, the Eucharistic prayer, he was dressed in a white suit and then began to ascend into heaven. That's what we're praying for when we pray for the dead. We pray for, their, for any purgation that they may still be going through. In purgatory, Pope Benedict said, is God's last and greatest gift to us. The way I look at purgatory is that it's God gently letting us, helping us to let go of any sin or any attachment that we still have that would keep us from being holy and pure and completely together with him. So how do we maintain that relationship with our loved ones? Well, we do so in the most powerful way we can today is in the Eucharist, because as I mentioned, we're surrounded by them. And we do so in our prayer and, and through our memories. But the most important and powerful way that we can remain in union with them is to remain in union with Jesus. And so we hear in the gospel the beautiful passage of Doubting Thomas, you know, who Jesus says, um, there's, a, there's a place for you in heaven. And Thomas says, well, how do we know how to get there? And Jesus says that most powerful line, I am the way and the truth and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. 
And so the only way that we can stay close to our loved ones is by drawing closer and closer and closer to Jesus in this life. So much so that the union with him, we will also share in the union that he has with them. And so as we pray for our loved ones today, we ask for that same grace that they may be drawn from any purgation, any purgatory, and during the celebration of this Mass, that they may be received by our Heavenly Father through our Lord Jesus.